Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, all of my LGBTQIAWXYNZ brethren, sis, and friends. This is our first ever recording of Tim Check with my fabulous co-host, Danny. Say hi. Hi, Danny. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome. This is our TED Talk, but not really. This is Josh and Danny's talk. We're going to do this, oh and I'm going to try to not just stare at this recording screen right now, because it's it's giving me anxiety, and the best way to deal with anxiety is to start this off with a shot. Clink. Clink, slap, and back. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> La buena. I mean, it's one o'clock. Two shots of tequila down. We're just gonna do it. We're gonna rip the band-aid off. Ah, well, welcome. This it's is finally happening. I know. So, real talk, guys, quarantine. Let's just face it. It's been the top of everybody's mind lately due to the lovely little confection known as COVID. Confection? Confection. Not a nice big treat. Wasn't that a nice <laughs> huge treat? Personally, I survive in quarantine. I think I could quarantine my year all the way around it and be built for it. Like, I have no psychological issues whatsoever. Okay. I feel like I haven't quarantined at all. It's more just like a we hang out with each other more and Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't admit that right out the gate. Jesus. Now we're going to seem insensitive. I now have no reason to go to a bar. Well, <laughs> true that. Very true. I don't think I'll ever... I learned a lot through quarantine that there are many things I don't need to actually go out of my house to do anymore. No. And that is both Good, great for me and terrible for friends. This meeting could be an email. This email could be nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, but during quarantine, we did have this wild hair on our ass that, you know what, let's, why don't we put some of this creative ADD to use? And here we are now recording a podcast. I'm just going to air some things out. Just speak our mind. Maybe some truth. laundry. Maybe not. But Depending on the day. We're going to see what makes us hot and what makes us cold. Exactly. We're going to do a weekly temp check in honor of COVID to see if we're hot, to see if we're cold, to see if we're feverish. Always run a little hot. To see if we're hypothermic. She's got a whole cold heart. She's got a cold heart and an icy toe, but a hot <laughs> ass. <laughs> Let's start this bitch off. Uh, we are both born and raised Midwest gays. Say that. Three times fast. Born and raised Midwest gays. Born and raised Midwest gays. Born and raised Midwest gays. <laughs> Say it three times fast, but like at full volume. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, as you can see, we have a very fun friendship ahead of us that we're able to share with the masses. I know, Danny. Okay, so we're recording on Danny's dining room. We're at the halfway house. We're at the halfway house, which is a communal home that many... For lost boys and gals. For lost boys and gals in the greater (laughs) Kansas City area. We... I can't name the amounts of nights that I've blacked out here. I've woken up on a porch here. Danny actually lives in this place. House mother. He is the den mother of this this bear cave, if you will. And I mean that in the most sincere way possible. Have we ever, I guess we have had a few bears live here. Oh, yeah. I can name literally like two off the top of my head. Maybe a cub. (laughs) (laughs) More of an otter. More of an otter. Definitely more of an otter situation. (laughs) It's actually funny on that note. Okay, so I came up with a new genre of the 
quote unquote like gay. You know, you have your bears, you have your twinks, you have classifications, classifications, yes, the caste system, if you will. This new, it actually came to me when we were at a local bar here with my cousins. They, her friends were in town. They wanted to go to a gay bar. They're like, let's go to a drag show. I go, absolutely not. Uh, this past weekend, this past they weekend, wanted to go to a drag show. Which I was going to say. There's only one place doing drag shows right And now. I said, it's not the place you want to go. I was going to say, it's just not. It's so not you went to the other place that we're not supposed to go to anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We went there. Um, let me just start off with saying we got there at 830 yeah. On a what day? Saturday? On a Friday. Friday. Mm-hmm. So let that resonate with you. Anyway, but back to my topic. There is a new genre of gay that I discovered. And I use the word gay lightly because I feel like it's an any hole is a goal situation for this person. But I'm calling it the gopher. And it's the... the right. Okay, <laughs> stick with me. It's literally the guy that goes to a, any bar, actually. And... He is going to flirt with any possible chance of, like, scoring that hole. Any hole. Any hole. Is the goal. And that's why he's a fucking Doesn't gopher. matter. I was like, he's always creepy. He kind of just says, like, whatever to fit in, I think, with, like, the crowd around him. And that's the fucking gopher. Will pop up at any moment. And, and just, like, insert like, themselves in a situation. Yeah, and at most times, I, like... Did you observe this species I did. in a while? I did. He hit on not only, like, two of the girlfriends, but, like, also two of my guy friends, too. And why I call him that is the gopher, because I literally feel like he pops up wherever he's least expected to. Do I know this person? I didn't know this person, oh. so I would be surprised if you knew him. Mm-hmm. But he was fucking awful. He was awful. They, I was with a group of dental hygienists, and then this Ooh. guy... Right. And this man comes over, and all of a sudden is also a dental hygienist, and all of the other ones are like, "Can what kind of credentials do you have? Like, did I, in see which the receipts, case, the paper. They, they wanted the receipts. I know. They wanted the receipts. You see a pay stub? I want to be like, office? check out Molar B36. Like, it's fucking battleship. Bingo. And uh, bingo. <laughs> yes. Dead. But... I was just like, <laughs> I don't feel like he knows shit about dick. And I think every single girl except for one that was like really feeling her oats in a gay bar drunk. And um, were yeah. they all straight? All the women? Yeah, they were. You were, you were gay guys though. But okay, so yeah. Also all of my, so my cousin and her five like straight, or there were five girls total, all straight. All They're married, all, all here, kids. All up here this weekend. Though. All up here on Friday, yeah. So we went out, and then obviously through the bar that we were to go to, <laughs> we uh, it obviously hit like ten thirty, and all these masses came out for the weekend. Correct. And voila, there it was, and the gopher just kept popping his little fucking mouth wherever it was. To, he stole my seat actually at one point. Now that I remember this, and you know I'm a bitch that if I walk into oh. a bar, she will scope out a seat, and that will. Be if I don't leave. see a seat, <laughs> I will fucking leave. Or I will be ready to go after a drink, a shot, a smoke break, even. You make a seat for yourself at that point, and I will either make a seat for myself. I will ask somebody to stand up, or I will leave. Did this person go for to other groups as well, or was it just your... Um, well, I, I think we had a considerably large group of us at one point. We were sitting at that, like, long night's table at the end of the fucking bar. Like, they had, like... It was, like, a literal, like, tent top, and it was asses and in the back room. all night. No, we weren't in the back room. We were in the front room. But he bounced around to every single mm-hmm. person in that group. And I think 
my face was very clear that it was not an option. Your face is always the first... My face for radio. It's like a litmus test of, like, a situation. Like, the first to... Express disdain <laughs> or disgust. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Someday, I, maybe we'll have, like, a video aspect to this, and you'll see. You'll just see how fucking nasty <laughs> this face can get. God. Yeah, imagine when I'm really disgusted. It bothers. I keep it saying at work, I wish I could wear sunglasses so I could really just hide, mask the whole face, and just get away with, like, uttering fuck off Karen under my right. breath or, like, just right. rolling my eyes from front to ass. Right. And nobody's seeing it. Because with the mask on, you can hide a lot of shit, but the right. eyes are the nipple of the face. I know. One of the girls actually asked me the other day. She was clearly smiling under her mask. Like, you can see somebody smiling, like, in their... And I was... I, a stone face was just, like... Do I look like I'm smiling? And she goes, not at all. I go, great. <laughs> I'm glad it translates. I am too. I was very ecstatic about it. So that's uh, that was my weekend. Um, and then I spent the rest of it working because I'm uh, slave labor. Um, speaking of slave labor, oh, yeah, I feel like you've been working less than I have lately. Like, It's true. Today's oh. my first day off in 14 days. Okay, well, you work two different jobs, though, <laughs> and I work one. Mama's got to hustle in order to make up for lost time. Din Mother Danny hustles like a motherfucker. I will say that for sure. I cannot believe... I, 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 your work schedule exhausts me. I need to take literally a Zoloft just from thinking of it. <laughs> and then I just get drunk instead, but... You really do. It's a, quite a feat, a task, a miracle. What's the saying, like... If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I don't love either of my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I work so fucking much that every day is work. Oh my god. But I was just gonna, I was shocked. I was gonna be like, so late. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I was like, I mean, more power to you if that's your gig. Fucking make that. No. Pick the apples. No. Oh my god, that is hysterical. Well. Every day is work. Every day. Sadly, it's work. Yes. That's why we're trying to do this. This is going to be new work. This is new work. This is fun work, though. I'd rather do this and just shoot the shit literally for an hour or two a day, a week, (laughs) whatever it may Mm -hmm. grab you. But you looked like you had quite the Sunday fun day, though, and I was very jealous. I mean, honestly, my Sunday fun day was not anything out of the ordinary. I mean, it was, I worked, I had to go in at like six. 30 on Sunday Ooh, to my restaurant. Too. Yeah. Oh my god, I got you off. were out the night before. What did I do the night before? You were at the neighbors. Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was very responsible because when I have to work in the morning, I always like tell myself, like, all right, I'm gonna be in at a certain time. You I, do I, have a very I strict I set myself, policy. I was like, at 11 p.m., I am going to walk across the street and put my happy ass to bed. Yes. Because I'm a responsible person. Sometimes I know that it happens. I, but I always know that, like, that curfew is never, ever. Uh, followed so it ended up being close to 12.30 when I walked back across the street and slept for three hours oh my god (laughs) because I was tossing and turning because of teens (laughs) but I literally like we were in the back yard and I literally stood up I was like I'm gonna go pee and everybody looked at me he's like you're not going pee you're leaving I said no I'll be right back I promise and And then what did I do took a deep breath walked inside and was like I am so proud of that. Literally got texts from three people like, you fucking left it. You're like, yeah. You're like, no, it's just a really long pee. But you have to be responsible. 
I I support it. I condone it. You know, I will also pull that shit as well. I, you, you at least gave the decency to excuse yourself from the situation. I normally just get up without saying a word. Right. Just walking the fuck out. Right. But no, so I worked until like 3.30-ish that day. Comfortable. Three, yeah, we love that. And then point. I had to drive out to Lee Summit to a friend's house pool, which I was like on the fence. Cause like, Such and, like, a daunting and, like, After a like eight hour shift on a Sunday, after X amount of days working, it's like, is it really going to be worth it? Because I mean, you always know like, oh, showing I, up late I, to a party is never fucking you fun. You have to catch up. Like, and knowing the crew that we have around us, it's like, it's y'all like, have been drinking since one. I, I would need I, to just funnel tequila in my butt to catch up. And I didn't do any shots or anything that day. It was nice to just, like, finally be at the pool. It was a lovely day. It was so hot. I remember walking outside from work and just... But by the time I got out there, it was like 4-ish, 4.30. Cause I had, oh, God, I had, to, I had to get stamps. I had to mail my rent. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday. I finally ran out of stamps. I moved to Kansas City 10 years ago. My mom gave me a book of stamps when I moved to Kansas City. I finally, two months ago, used my last stamp. Oh From my 2010. God. I love God. So and many bills. So little just time. Just the task of going to fucking CVS and asking the woman behind the counter, I would please have a book of stamps. Sounded so... Intimidating, not intimidating, but just like, ugh, this is too much work. You're like, for a Sunday, absolutely. So, what I do, I showed up in my crop top and my shorty shorts yes. and my beach hat. I was like, which man, CVS did you go to? The one off of uh, Rainbow. Ugh, yeah, I was hoping you would say that. I would too. go to Kansas. That's like, ugh, fuck, I'm not gonna walk into Walgreens on Broadway. Oh my god. On a Sunday afternoon in but, like full gay garb. Not that that'd be a bad thing, but... <laughs> I feel like Westport can be pretty liberal. True. <laughs> Sometimes for the worst. <laughs> Depends. But we love it all the same. But even that night, too, I... After being at the pool all day, I was like, we have to go home. Like I know, I was genuinely surprised when I didn't see you guys walk into my house on Sunday as well. And apparently none of them were... Like, we were, we were fine. Like, I don't know, I was like, you literally told me that you had never seen a more drunk group of people walk into the house. I was like already, me and were watching the house as well. Already over at the house because I was texting and we were watching Last One Laughing and which is amazing. It's a show with like 10 Australian comedians put in one room for six hours and the whole premise of the show is like to not laugh yourself but to make everybody else laugh and Rebel Wilson is the host. Oh god. Um, It's fucking funny. Fucking genius. Well it's also like that shit crazy. Like, I mean, I, they say it themselves. They're like, comedians are fucking weird people. Like, weird. Comes, I mean, that humor comes from very dark places. And tr- I mean, both agree that I'd be like, I would eliminate myself from laughing at my own shit. I'm going home. I'm like, damn it. I'm a bit de la creme. I'm just like, I'm I voted for me because I want ratings. But no, there was this one lady who did it. Her name's Anne Edmonds. She does this impersonation of her name's called Carol. It's like her character. It's a character that she completely created, and she comes out, the gun's blazing, and it's just like, Carol's not a nice person. Success for other people does not sit well with Karen. And she's like, like a confessional thing that she's having? Like that, It is like the confessional moment that she's having, and then it cuts to Carol, just literally like on the ground. She's on the ground, I think, the, almost the entire time she's dressed as Carol. And she is just like eviscerating all of these other comedians. And I, like, I, I watched it first, and I told since he turned me on to the show, I was like, if you have not watched this episode, you have to come over tonight and we have to watch it together. I'm intrigued now. It was hysterical. There were 30-minute episodes. Highly recommended. Amazon well, Prime. Amazon. I think I got the 
we'll make it. We'll like, we'll figure it out for you if you don't, because like I literally. Somebody send me an Amazon Prime. Tears, tears, or just pay us, and um, we can afford it. Amazon ourselves. sponsor us. Oh Jesus, Jeff Bezos! Yeah, give me some of your fucking money, like Bald a dollar. Bald-headed <laughs> bitch. God. Give me a dollar. You know, like, when you see people and they're like, I'm not drunk, but then their eyes are not, like, open. Bouncing two different directions in their skull, like... Just roll, yeah, like, and you you can tell also, like, these are our good friends and you know, um, like, how they would speak normally. And, you know, when they're hitting a certain octave with their, like, quote-unquote speaking voice, you're just like... How can you even combat that you're not drunk right now when you literally yelled and I'm two feet away from you and it was just, hey, how are ya? Like, what are you even doing? Like, just like, oh my god. And especially not being with them all day, like... Right, like... Because if you had gotten drunk with them, it would have been... It would have been a different story. Or if I was, like, in the mood to even get, like, start drinking, but it was, like, worked all day, was trying to, like, wind down, had, like, came home, ate some leftover Waldo pizza, because God bless the St. Louis-style fucking pizza. Oh, my God. Literally, I'm, like, salivating just talking about it right now. But... I mean... God bless. We originated the pizza St. Louis. True, true that. Danny is a St. Louis transplant to Kansas City, which... Suburban St. Louis. Bourbon. Bourbon? You could call it rural, bitch. Like, yeah, and if, for any of you bitches listening that don't know what a rural is, you're not country or Midwest. So you have the city, then you have the suburbs, and then outside the suburbs is the rural area. Rural. Rural. That's R-U-R-A-L. And then you have country. <laughs> but that is that is the definition of a face. You were definitely like you didn't have a neighbor. Within you could see their house across the hill. I couldn't hit it with a driver. No golf club. No. Like I'm also a terrible golfer, so I don't. <laughs> I like to think of myself as an beginner golfer <laughs> as well. An amateur beginner. Amateur to beginner, definitely. I can hit a ball most of the time. We have more field than yeah. Yard. You literally have a chicken coop and a bunny coop on your property. Oh, it's still chickens. Is that a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a little pig? <laughs> I love a little pig. Not right now though. Fuck the pigs. Defund the police and arrest. The fucking cops that killed Breonna Taylor. That's my PSA. And Elijah McClain. And, and Elijah McClain. I mean, the list honestly could go on. In case I, could, I could sit here for an hour and just read the names of that. Hopefully, show. it doesn't. I mean, it needs to be said constantly without a doubt. I would absolutely. But if you're tuning in, like, I would hope that you would know that the two of us are pro all of everything going on. Burn it down. If you are having more of a problem with them ripping down a fucking statue of a confederate fucking general rather than literal American U.S. citizens being murdered in the streets by the people that are supposed to protect them, log the fuck off. This is not your goddamn podcast. Or um, no, stay. Get or stay. actually, stay. Thank you. And that actually that kind of pulls me to another aspect because I was talking to a girlfriend yesterday on one of my walks. I love my walks and you yeah, know I oh. do and it's majority of the time I pick one friend and I'll fucking call them for like the whole hour and I just like they listen to me huff and puff my ass all over Brookside whatever mm-hmm. but I told her I was like I deleted your baby daddy off of Insta- or off of like Facebook today because it's something you posted and it 
pissed me off. It was something like, next person that you hear say defund the police, like punch them in the face and see who they call. And I saw that and I was in a mood. I was at work and I clickbait, like fucking boom, like deleted him. But then I need your reaction. Right. Which I mean, I was applauded for by her because that's her like baby daddy and like ex-boyfriend, whatever. I'm sure she has feelings about him as well. She has her opinions. Yes. But it was like opening. I was like thinking about it when I said it. And then I literally read something the other day. I think it was Laverne Cox actually that said it. And which bow down, bow down. There is put a pin in her. I've got something else to say. Yeah, her. Put, well, I, you, can all, you can always circle back to Laverne Cox during any segment, and I'm going to be on board with whatever the fuck is about to be said. Anyway, but she said that the real problem right now is with exactly what I did and the fact that I just, you know, I read something I didn't agree with, and or and I either blocked it. Or my next go-to would have just been to pop the fuck off and right. say some stupid shit, like, with, how about, you know, God forbid we actually put the defunding of the police into an education system where the teachers have been vastly fucking underfunded for years and had to be hold the, still the same standard. Right. Which, why can't our law enforcement do that? Whatever. She said, though, that the, be- like, the best thing we can be doing at this point instead of doing what I did, either blocking or, like, inciting, like, both very reactionary a thing. vulgar reaction is to actually start the conversation and be like okay well let's talk about this then why why do you think they need the funds that right. you are defending because I it's like it's a hard conversation to have though, it like, is because you you always hear like you catch more bees with honey than you do with salt or vinegar whatever which for, I think I'm most to catch bees I well we should because they're in danger too like <laughs> god this world that we live in, 2020. Come it, to my colony. You remember the movie 2012? <laughs> I feel like it was off a few years and we're well, in. 2012 it. was like. That was apocalyptic, but like I feel like we're on our way. Shit. It's only July. <laughs> we there will be a movie in like 30 years called 2020. <laughs> like looking back. It's gonna be the most stone cold, sobering drama. Was this fiction? It's like, no, there's gonna be like a disclaimer at the end. Everything you see in this movie did actually happen at one point in time. This is all realistic. This is a react- reenactment. We have Nothing a, is embellished. We have a bigot in the office. <laughs> We've had a pa- world pandemic. What else? An like, entire generation lives in 2020. This uh, is their story. This, yeah, but seriously. Ooh, or ooh. <laughs> SVU 2020. <laughs> Everybody. These are their stories. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Yes, no, I need to file a lawsuit against 2020, but... Can we do that? I would love to know who I would... uh, Who do you... Can I just, like, address that to our current POTUS? No, because it's not entirely his fault. I mean, he's played a major role in the shit show that is 2020, but... God love it. I don't don't know how... That's some uncharted legal territory that I don't... We'd have to start a new kind of... Law, study of law. Oh my god. To like come after a year in general. Well, I don't plan on going to law school, nor do I know anybody in law school, so. Some lawyers. If you're a lawyer, hit us up. We need to know. We need to know who's prosecutable for this bullshit. Um, also, Laverne Cox, you ought to pin. Laverne Cox, have you watched. I have not watched Disclosure. I see it. It literally is. I've. It pops up every time I log on to Netflix, which yes. normally, okay, if I'm going to bed, I'm either watching Criminal Minds or The Lost Airbender. 
I have I, I have Sozin's comment left on Last Airbender. It's an hour and a half episode. I, I know. I'm waiting. I know. I know. I'm on book two right now, and it's it's literally it's what those are my things that go to bed, and I normally don't watch Netflix unless I'm in my prime. So that's, that's another episode of Trouble Last Airbender. Oh uh, god, don't even get me started. But disclosure, the, please tell I, me tell me about it. Tell me why I would love it. Probably one of the best produced educational and uh, all-encompassing and, like, inclusive trans documentaries I've ever watched. What, so um, it's, like, give me more deeds. What's it, like, is it, so like, it, all it, conversational, like, interview? It's, it's very, like, interview and it's, like, going through the history of trans representation in media and culture and the struggle that now we're in a very, like, different age than we used to be, like... Okay. And it, it, Laverne Cox is one of the main like people that they interview. She's one of like the executive producers. It's produced by a trans man that is it trans produced, trans written, like oh, trans edited. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, like I would say, I don't know how many percentage, but vastly majority trans okay. involvement in it. But like just discusses somebody growing up trans and seeing what they saw on TV, and like that was their knowledge and like what right. they had to go off of like becoming who they are and now there's so much trans representation on TV but it still misses the mark and still informs the public and trans it's people it's still like a bias of like there's like that stereotypical bias that is being aired right. versus like the true authenticity right. of being a trans because the reason that trans person. people are so uh, guarded guarded and they are just like mis- misrepresented and misunderstood is because yeah. they were mis represented for so long they were very true thought to be murderers or serial killers or crazy all the time or like you you watch any or like law and order SVU and like if there's a trans person they are most they're likely dead a hookers. prostitute a dead hook yes exactly right. which is like are you fucking kidding me and it paints them in like they're only sex workers and all it just, exactly it, it was I just wish everybody could see it because I mean I like a huge trans advocate like of course and, like love all of that but just wish that people understood it more and like that would be a movie to watch that educate, just educate people and like mandatory viewing and erase what media has taught you to think about trans people for so long I agree beautiful Ish. great <laughs> pen to come back to I was very I'm, I'm happy that that happened so we're just finishing up pride month here but it was a oh, cute shit. like it's, it's, over. July, it's now. July now yeah as I sit here in fucking short shorts and I love wins I all Probably. like it needs to be twenty twenty. Like I think the message needs to be fucking tattooed on brains or like foreheads right now. You wouldn't see a brain, I guess. Right? Whoops. Okay. So before we actually hit record on this, I asked Danny the question: How did we meet? <laughs> We've been friends for what? At we like five, I would say we six years in. It would have been twenty like twenty fourteen. No, we moved into the house in twenty fifteen. And I knew you before we actually moved into the house. It would okay. It would have been the tail end of 2014. Okay, yeah. so no, 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 wait, yeah, tail end of 2014. Because I got also got yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Tail end 2014, 2015. So. My trajectory in like the terms of our friendship, I graduated college in May 2014. Mm-hmm. Was living with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. He moved back to Columbia. Ugh. In August of that year. Fucking immigration is terrible. <coughs> um, and that's when Kevin and I started hanging out a lot more, and Kevin brought me around the group and everything else, and yes. it had to have been at the Jefferson House Definitely. that we all kind of I remember. circulated. and There were so many nights. 
And, like, so many, like... So many faces through that door. I mean, that was where I met the majority of the yeah. gay people that I know in Kansas City. Like, it was before like, that, I literally knew my boyfriend and Kevin and... Totally. No. That blew the fucking door off for you. Because, I mean, at that point, I had already been hanging out with, like, that crew for almost two years at that point, if not longer. So, it would have been end of 2014. I Definitely. can't say that I specifically remember... The exact I know. I was like, I'm just, I, I don't know if there was ever a moment of like click, click, like perfect. I, I don't, maybe was it like what, EDC maybe that we actually went to where I was like, that was like the real like, because that would have been 2015. We went to Key West before that though. Shit, we did. But I feel like even then I was more friends with. You were friends with like, like you stayed with and the, I think the. You and super close and like me yeah like and me kevin. like and kevin we like kevin was the ultimate like also shout out miss kevin richardson we love you forever monique aka the fabulous monique Hart. show her some love because she oh, deserves it are you kidding me of course she would be gosh even though i feel like i would just, like we just hit play and like we could step back and she would just talk and i'm completely we always have good conversations with well, truly we do i mean i mean this was also partially her idea that we should do this. She wasn't so, like that. Thanks for the time. push, sis. We appreciate We're it. Doing Here it. we are. Make sure you fucking subscribe. <laughs> but no, I yeah, and then I don't know whatever eventually what happened and clicked, but then boom, like instant like friendship. I feel like I I like go to you almost more and tell you shit more than I do some of my roommates. Oh, for sure. Work. Like for sure. And you like would straighten your hair all the way back and it would be gelled like so crunchy. She was a crunchy helmet. She was a helmet. That's when I saw purple-ish hair. It was like It was very grey lavender. Very, very lavender blonde. Which is also called So You Think I Could Die. So happy I could die. So you think I could die? <laughs> How dare I disgrace Gaga's oh lyrics God. and songs like that. Well, oh you already God. disgraced it by thinking the song was called Lavender Blonde. So okay, but that's not a far-fetched idea. She yeah. wore a Lavender Blonde wig. Don't even say the music video, because there wasn't there was one. A music video. <laughs> it was like, I know more than that, alright? So shut up. It's fine. But five years later, we've Here seen... We so many sh- I, we've definitely got a lot closer in the last year I would say like definitely two years two, I'd say yeah two or three I mean you saw me like literally lose my fucking mind on mushrooms in Colorado so we've seen a lot of each other period oh god that Colorado trip too <laughs> like a lot of fun <laughs> I did like a bump of Molly that night and immediately went up so I like got ready you said the car is here and I literally did that and then the car is here in Denver remember that it was like the last night we were in Denver because like we were all dying that day and then I can't like we're like I got ready I got out of bed I was like alright we're gonna do this I'm still feeling a little boozy and then one of our friends was like here just do this little quick bumpy of like Molly and I was like oh my god where okay. were we going that night I think we were going to tracks but I remember verbatim saying, I was like, this is either going to be the death of me or the life of me. And it was a it was a very swift death. Like, chopped at the knees, at the waist, at the neck, death. And then I did it all over again in the mountains where we did mushrooms. That was different, though. That was terrible. And, like... Never, ever blitz up mushrooms and mix them into a fucking... OJ smoothie. It was a lemon shot mushroom, is what it was. And that shit was, it took my house of cards and went, 
Like, just Twister Helen Hunt style knocked him down. I had to piece together my life in a bathroom with the lights off and the shower running. Let that sink in for a hot second. I had a great time, but... You say that, but then I literally came downstairs and saw you crying. <laughs> I cry every time I'm <laughs> I just get overwhelmed by how beautiful life is. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, me too. That's maybe why I was dissipated <laughs> from that shit. Which I feel like I'm normally a very casual drug user, and that just was a very... I, it was the altitude. That's what I'm chalking it up to, but at the same time, I'm not really willing to we're, risk we it again. Up. No. I was fighting for my life and for every breath. We just got some more mushrooms the other day. Oh, Jesus Louise. But now that I work so many week, like... Really when are you going to do them? <laughs> you kind of need to set a day and a half aside. That's like a vacation... Uh, I would hope so. Not that I get vacation time, but like... Wait a minute. Now that I... Remember our first trip to Vegas where me and sat in the back of the airplane and <gasps> did that, poppers? That, that, that was, was like, it. That was kind of like the bond. I did the not know. Moment. I didn't know you and no. before that. No, 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 yeah. But we we flew to Vegas to meet <laughs> Bill and the girls, and we made friends with the flight attendant, and we were doing we. Were you doing shots? No, okay, so here's what happened was, because I asked her, I was just like, just bring me, like, a Diet Coke or a ginger ale or something, because I brought all those little shooters. Beautiful little black girl. Like, no, it was, she was white. She was from, her name was Heather. You're thinking of Key West. That's right, where we but, passed out snacks. Right. Um, <laughs> we worked on that one. LOL. For the Southwest, where's my check? Um, no, so her name was Heather. I will never forget it. She was from Vegas. We were the back of the... Bus. Of, it was like, not a full plane. It was all. not a full plane, but we were the last row before, like the the galley, the caboose of the plane, if you will. I my back was to a toilet. Anyway, I had all these like little shooters because, like, obviously, I'm not going to pay for drinks on an airplane because that's not my thing. And uh, hello, I have a bag full of shooters, so I simply asked for, like, a nice little like, something to mix, slash, chase with. This is also, like, what time in the morning? Like, 7, 8 in the morning? It was probably early. I'm saying it was definitely before 9am, for sure. Because I think we got there roughly, like, early afternoon, but... I simply asked for a, sh- a like a drink, and she was like, "Yeah, honey, no problem." She comes out, and then I'm obviously like sitting there, like fucking just two little shooters in hand, ready to throw them in a fucking cup. And she goes, "I can't let you do that, but I can give you one of ours." And I was like, "Okay, I accept. Don't charge me." And she didn't. And then she said, "Give, not." She said, "Give, not." Char- not she, yeah. you can buy one of ours. Yeah, give you there one of ours. There was a give. It was definitely a give. And I said, "All right, bitch, let's do this." So she gave us all shooters, and then I think it was about halfway through our hour and a half flight. It's like a two-hour flight to Vegas from Kansas City. Yeah, because you get there at the same time. So you're right. It is two hours. But halfway through our two-hour flight, a bottle of poppers might have worked its way out of a bag. I don't know how. Why? I don't she, either. I guarantee she knew the root. There's absolutely no way in hell anybody smell. in that airplane I mean, you did can not smell that fucking bar from a mile away. Let alone. Seriously, like, oh yeah, like we were just living our best goddamn lives on the back of that fucking plane, and she was, and she was there for it. Let's just say that she funneled. I remember we got off the plane and and we're like, what the. F- fuck guys like we I like I remember finding my bag at the baggage claim was a fucking obstacle I don't remember that much I do remember exactly you don't remember that much because we got fucked up it was also the same weekend that I stepped into a pool with a boot on (laughs) 
So like, <laughs> you almost didn't even get into that party with that pool because yes. you had your military ID. I didn't have my military. I had my ID with a different address on it. And I could not for the life of me remember what address was on the ID that ID that I had. Because I had you moved, guys. I, that was like before I moved into this house. I had moved. Every year. Right. No, straight up, guys. We had to literally, me and a girl had to walk up to the bouncer that was holding Danny back. We're like, we swear to God, he's with us. Like, it's fine. I was also 22, you, yeah, 23 you were, at this point. Yeah, like, we were baby. like, child or children, child. God, idiot. Anyway, but that was a night. That was the night we saw Zed, I think, at Access. Yes. That was, definitely. Yes. Which was a fucking God, that trip yeah. was Wild. Walking along and just didn't realize there was a pool there and just dumped almost up to my knee. <laughs> oh my God. Pulled myself out somehow. I'm pretty sure somebody, I think one of us threw up, it wasn't me. <laughs> threw up in the bathroom. That's where we were going to the bathroom to find <laughs> he was struggling. Oh my God. And that's also the same trip. I, On the way home, I fell asleep on the plane and woke up and about vomited in my seat and was able to rush back to the bathroom just in time to puke my brain. Down. Wait, was I on that flight? You might have been passed out as well. I, that, I mean, I if know. it's a typical Vegas run for us, I don't. We never go to bed. The last night, we just basically pack our shit, get ready. The night before, and then, and then go out until God knows what time we have to be at the airport. Usually, we're smart now and do it at like two. We'll at least like give us our two-hour buffer to like. Get we got, back. usually got to check out of the hotel by like. Eleven. So, like, we're ever there until the checkout time. Anyway, I feel like all of our flights out of Vegas are like six, a, like a.m., nine p.m. Out of Vegas? No. Oh, I normally just do that. And the then, last time we were in Vegas, we didn't leave. We missed checkout time. We were like thirty minutes over because the girls were too busy shocking, getting our shit together. But shocking. I don't travel with girls. Say it again. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> We said, I love traveling with girls. <laughs> we love, yeah, traveling with women is so easy and always, like, there's never a problem that arises, ever. Same could be said about gay men, though. Very true. But what the fuck? Why not? So, I, yeah, now that we've got that settled and solidified as to how we became, like, actually... It was that first Vegas trip. was, like, the very moment that... We saw multiple one. DJs we saw very that close. weekend. That was my first trip to Vegas. Oh, God, I've been there too many times to count after, like, since then, but... What a what a pleasantry it always is. Am I right? I'm not right. I mean, I normally need a week off after like a three day stint in Vegas. <sighs> and just things didn't happen in Vegas. Drop me off straight up, buddy Ford, and hook me up. Get some dialysis. A full IV. I mean, like, give me the happened, yellow. It's happened before. That's <laughs> <laughs> happened plenty of times. Whoopsie doodles, but that's fine. Hydrate yourselves. If you're gonna, like, yeah, don't be a douche. I mean, if you're drinking, funneling alcohol into your body in whatever orifice of your choice, just, I mean, have a water at some point. Fuck. Mm. Or don't. Or just be that bad bitch and do a bump and fucking move along. I don't care. It's to each their own. This is, this is your time just as much as it's our time. But don't ruin my time with you being in the hospital. But yeah, don't let your time fuck with my time. That because very insensitive. That was super insensitive, but like, I get it. <laughs> I see where you're coming from with your peacock dangly earring, okay? They are very fashionable. What else can we talk about? What are you doing this weekend? What's going on with your 4th of July? It's 4th of July, my least favorite holiday of the year. I know. I was like, I really feel like we've America, done... America, fuck you. Seriously. I was like, and how dare... I mean... Honestly, I feel like it needs to be a blackout 4th of July. Like, if you shoot up a firework, I f- I'm going to assume you're voting for Trump. 
Is that a fair assumption? <laughs> I mean, I don't shoot off fireworks, period. I don't either. I'm just not a huge, like... Mm. I'm not a pyro. No. I mean, I'll do, like, a sparkler moment for a hot second, but I'm like, mm, I'm done. Uh, yeah, sorry. like, I'll put it out before it actually goes out. Um, but yeah, I... Work. That's it. This is my one day off this week. I probably have true. another 13 Very days true. on, so... I think I have to work at 6.15 the uh, Sunday after 4th of July. Fuck. So I'll get off work at like 3 on 4th of July. Probably come home. Well, hit me up, because I'm not doing anything. And I work both days as well, shit. so it's fine. We can just like finger blast each other and order like Indian food. Or oh, yeah! We'll finger blast before Indian food. <laughs> <laughs> we can have our own fire. Ooh, shit! Yes, baby, you are a firework. Guys are... Oh. <laughs> remember Sorry when, for the visual. Remember when Danny said my face just shows pure disgust? <laughs> that was, was a moment. There. That was there. Sometimes it's vocalized with it. <laughs> Fuck. Lord Jesus. Oh my gosh. Danny, tell me about your tell me about your childhood. Give me a, give me a, t- I'm sorry, curveball. Do Jesus you, Christ. I know, fuck. Do you need a Going shot? Going from fireworks and fuck America to... Finger blasting Indian food and fuck America to tell me about your childhood and... Why are you so damaged? <laughs> <laughs> Little Latin boy in drag, why are you crying? <laughs> tell me. I mean, I, I will say, I think yours was probably worse than mine, <laughs> but... <laughs> Not worse as in, like, it was a bad childhood or anything like that. No, no, no. Where you come but from always shapes who you are. It does, and I love the person you are, so, you like, somebody did something right. I mean, we already said that I'm from a very country place. Whoa. We're gonna shout out to uh, St. Paul, Missouri. Tiny Catholic town of 3,000 people, maybe. God, that would we be generous. We have a church, a Catholic school. There was a, there was a post office that closed down. <laughs> And there's a prayer, a, a tavern called Dog Prairie. <laughs> you did not take us to Dog Prairie. I will. I went once when I was in college with my boyfriend and my parents on a Thanksgiving. Because, you know, it's like the night before Thanksgiving is you always the night out. Yeah, pop off. It was the one time I brought a boy home <gasps> and they wanted to go to Dog Prairie. And, of course, I mean, you run into all the... Like, I went to my Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. For, they were all there. <laughs> Catholic school for eight years. Oh Church six days a week for eight years. Catholic mass is exhausting. But yeah. the, my the, my class that I grew up with, we had twenty three people in, and every I'm, family knew each other. And everybody like you know, oh, like, we all, they were Catholic. So everybody, had, everybody had siblings in different grades, so everybody just knew everybody's business. And the, the bar was full of them parents of kids that I went to school with, and then the <sighs> kids that I went to school with, and. I mean, there's a reason that I moved away. Like, get it. Don't go back. I get it. And, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I know I, I cannot be the authentic self that I am in a place like that. No. So, like, I, it's probably my own fucking thing that I can't bring myself back to that place. Oh, I, yeah, I get it. But it was just, I won't ever go to Dark Prairie again. I don't think. I think you might. I'll go with you. I, actually, so, post-corona... My youngest brother's girlfriend posted that they're looking for a server, manager, a bartender. Stop it. And it's like, I could go back and serve. Just, bring, I would die. Bring just, a little. Just fucking blow the gay right out of the dog for Perry, all right? Well, not. No, actually, blow it in. Right. Fucking keep it in. Let it roost. Make dog Perry the gay bar. Oh, 
Fuck, bitch. We're gonna change it back to Gopher Prairie. Going circle back, full circle, honey. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Gopher Prairie. Ooh, that got my that got my temp hot. So like, oh, but a little cold. My nipple got hard. I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of different ways right now, and I I enjoy it. <laughs> I feel like a shot might be earned. I don't know. But so good. Circle back, yes. Um, so, oh uh, yeah, St. Paul's a tiny little town of. She's Not cute. We've been there. Um, oh my, I remember going there that one time, and I don't think I took my sunglasses off the entire well, we also, six hours I think we were there. Oh, never mind. I won't say it. My mom might listen to this. Um, <laughs> say it. Let it be said. We oh. did. No, we went out the night before. I don't know if it we was did. the day before or after Cascade, but I... No, we were driving into St. Louis from Kansas City and stopped for a little barbecue moment at my house I, before we went to St. That Louis. was the first night, right? We hadn't even gone to the Airbnb yet in St. Louis. We were on the way to St. Louis oh, and stopped. Now, are you sure? Because I or maybe it was the day. No, I was. I, we already had one at least one night there, for sure. I don't I, this I don't is the problem when we travel because literally we'll be like, "That was such a fun trip." I remember nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like wah wah. But I had I mean, a great time. It's I a guess. vibe. <laughs> you, you were. I always have a good time. Clear. Always. I remember but, laughing and smiling. My face hurts so bad, and I think I slept in a bed. We shared a bathroom yeah. with five people. It was, a tiny, it was like a one bedroom or one bathroom. The, the weirdest layout of homes, but also so fun. St. Louis is always a good time for a short time. I love I St. Louis. Growing up in St. Louis, like mm-hmm. I was eighteen when I moved to Kansas or to Kansas City. Literally graduated high school. Three days later, packed up my fucking. What I, I still have my Sebring at that point. <laughs> I remember that. And shipped on out of here, but like, no, I never got to experience St. Louis as a gay twenty-one-year-old. Didn't go out when I like. I think you would really like it. Like I, I, I don't. I just always have a really good time there. I, I mean, for sure. But if I, but if I lived in St. Louis, I would want to live in, in the city. Definitely, without a doubt, hundred. It's a good part of the city. There's a lot of bad parts of St. Louis. I mean, like, I wouldn't want to have to like drive forty minutes, forty-five minutes, because that's what it's like forty-five yeah. minutes into St. Louis from where my parents live. I was like, oh no, God, it's like not worth it at all. You might as well live in Oklahoma. That's not yeah, under Illinois. That, oh, Illinois is the closest. Okay, I'm a cheerleader, not a map. <laughs> I'm a weatherman, not a man. <laughs> oh, shit. My God. And you have you have two younger brothers. Two younger, younger brothers. So he's the oldest. But 100% looks the youngest. And that's not a read. Take the compliment. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. My brother are both like, brothers are both like mountain men looking. Totally. Like John Deere model. Bearded. The type Working of person out. you would run into at Dog Prairie. Prairie? Prairie. 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 Like Prairie Dog. Dog Prairie. Ew. I should actually know this because I'm fucking from Nebraska. Right. You have Prairie Dogs. We don't. I feel like we don't have Prairie Dogs. I live in the Prairie. That was my home state. <laughs> I just don't like the way you're saying Prairie. Prairie? Cheers to Prairies. Cheers to the Prairie. Oh, I thought that definitely came out terribly. Prairie. There it is. Got it. But so yeah, oldest of three. Uh, they're lovely brothers, by the way. They're so sweet. We actually got we. I was on a family vacation two weekends ago. Your annual fishing and trip. We got in a very heated argument the last time. The last night I was there, my two brothers and I, because 
I don't want to unpack all of it, but no, I'm, just, I'm a terrible older brother because I have different opinions and Ew. refuse to engage with them because I don't agree with the way they live their lives and they don't understand my lifestyle. So, again, another uh, reason that I moved to Kansas City is to get away from that. I get it. No, I, the amount of friends that I have with, like, that same situation, like, and I'm right. sure you can contest, too. It's just, like, it's easier to separate than to confront or as oh, well. like sure. absolutely I completely agree with that because but it also sucks because I mean it's like it, that, that's your fucking family like what the hell are we supposed to do like these are the people that are supposed to be like your core right you know? and it sucks when you can't like actually just be upfront and open without people getting bent and right. feeling and that's hurt. why the decision was made I think I was I think I was 17 when I knew that I had to leave mm-hmm. because oh, like, if I, if, I didn't come out to my family until I was I actually never came out to my family. I was outed to my family when I was 19. Oh, my God. I forgot. My mom works at the... Oh, my uh, God. The story, the though. parish center of our... Because, like, she's very involved in the Catholic church that we have. Totally. And she now is, like, second... She's woman. the right-hand man to the fucking pastor. I love priest. that you used fucking. <laughs> that in fucking that title. <laughs> she's the right-fucking-hand gal, oh. I guess. She she's loves what she does. She's lean a, woman for she's the church. Great at it. But she works closely with everyone in the parish, and again, it's a very small place. Everybody knows each right. other. Apparently, someone had seen something on social media uh, and like me. got word, got back, and my mom was in one room and heard All some man come in and talk to her coworker. The priest. asking no, oh another God. like woman that works in the parish center asking, which. It's been a long time since this conversation's been had, and Mom, if you're listening and I'm getting this wrong, please enlighten me as to oh, what actually hey, happened. I think you're being but, very respectful. Uh, overheard saying, like, so how is she taking it? And, like... Oh, completely, that, like, she had no idea. But, like, no. But, like, also, like, I hadn't come out on Facebook. Like, I, don't, I, I was never explicitly open. Like, maybe they right. a picture of me, like, with my boyfriend at the time or something else. Because how long have you been dating your boyfriend at that that given moment? It was under a year still. Okay, so it was still fresh. But and I, it, I, I to God, like, seeing photos of you in high school, like, I, like, right. I never would have, like... It, right. I wouldn't be surprised, but I also, at the same time, never would have... Well, I guess also, like, that might have also been when I was... I was probably... I might have been 20 at that time, honestly, because I didn't come out to my two best friends that I was living with in Kansas City until I was 19. Oh my god! It was, so we, they, we all went home. So for you verbalized it to yourself when you were nineteen, or like not to yourself, but like verbalized yes. for the first time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Always knew. Right. You get caught looking at gay porn when you're twelve. It was actually funny because I was talking to my roommate the other night, and we were watching Love Victor, and it, like we they, like provoked a conversation where we were like remember like back when it was like seven minutes in heaven, and like you were forced into a room with a chick. And, like, you just you just felt so, like, obligated slash, like, just awkward. Like, you didn't know how to approach it. I go, but the moment I started, like, making out with a guy, it's, like, the progression of shit, like, just went, like, from making out to, like, this to that to that right. to, like, the full enchilada. Right. Like, fuck, we're fucking. Right. It was, like, never a moment of hesitation. And let's not be, like... <laughs> okay, I, it's not like my 15-year-old self was like, oh my god, I made out with a boy, let's fuck. <laughs> like, no, that's My hole is gaping, but I'm ready to receive you, no, But I'm, what I'm saying is, I was like, that, that was never a conversation that I had with myself. 
when I was right. with a guy versus like when I was like being pressured to just kiss a girl. Right. I was like, oh, this guy like has his tongue down my throat. Oh, his hand went up his shirt, or my, my hand went down his pants. Like it's all just like it was just like boom, boom. Never a thought. Never like oh, never that moment of hesitance. I just fucking went for it. Therefore, capitalizing on my young slut years. Whoop whoop. I think my Catholic guilt got to me. Yeah, see, I don't know. I was, that. oof, no. I feel like my parents are, my, comparing my parents to your parents are fucking liberal. Our parents are very, very similar, though. They're very similar. My parents are very similar, too. Very, very similar, though. except they for, like... like the same, both, like, very blue-collar. Total, total blue-collar folks, but, like, I, yeah, like, when I came out, like, my mom would never, ever be, like, a churchgoer. Like, I mean, we went... Basically, when I was growing up, it was like you. We would have to go to church until we were confirmed, and at that point, they were like, "It's on. If you want to go, go. Right. It's on you." Which right. I respect the hell out of them right. for that. We were forced to get confirmed, right? And even before that, I knew that I didn't want to do it. But that I, was, I was twelve, thirteen, and nothing. In eighth grade, yeah, that was eighth grade. The right. only thing I can remember from my confirmation class was having to make like your little like banner, if you will, your little, I don't know what we you We did that for first communion in second grade. Who wait, fuck, was that my first communion? I don't know. We did the banner where it was like your name. <laughs> that was like, my first communion. Wait, I think that was my first communion. I think we had to like, write like a paper before we got confirmed about like, I think we had you had to choose your like saints you wanted to be named after uh, and all this other shit and you'd do a bunch of like memorizing of this is getting vastly off topic. That, we can honestly have a fucking entire episode about just us growing up in church lifestyle. I'm Lutheran though. What are you're Catholic for sure? Yeah. So Irish Catholic. There's Irish Catholic. oh fuck oh shit. Well, I mean, there's obviously a vast difference right off the gate with just those two like platforms. But I like me growing up like I. Like, my parents, I'm sure, always suspect. Like, but my favorite color was pink. Like, I would fight my cousin oh, for, for the sure. pink Power for Ranger. Sure. I was a gymnast, being, like, from kindergarten to high school. I did theater. I did show choir. Like, there was, like, my hair was swooped and bleach blonde. Right. Like, I was literally the fucking twinkiest twink of the Twinkie Bob. She was not hiding There was much. nothing. There was nothing to hide, no. And I started dating my first boyfriend. I think I was either uh, just about to turn 16 or was already 16 but I remember like cause I was I think I was just finished my sophomore year and he had just graduated oh or was going to graduate so we did a whole year of like under the like that's like honestly I think the like TVH the reason we stuck together so long because I, I get off so hard on like sneaking around and, like, having to do that with, like, my parents and, like, all my friends. Because all my friends were, like, all the girls that I were friends with were, like, avid, like, Christian girls. Like, the type that are, like, now have, like, already four to five kids. Right. Like, that kind which of... Is, like, I mean, which is, I that's what happens. Because you grew up in a very small place as well. Right. So, like, I mean, not, I mean, not near the, like, size of yours. But, I mean, it was still, like, under 100,000 people. So, it wasn't, like, a booming metropolis by any stretch of the imagination. Thank you. Sorry. But... Um, it was definitely like I remember the first time I so I came out to I was working at a coffee shop and I came out to my two like co-workers that I actually were really really good friends with and of course I did the whole like I think I'm bisexual and honestly I think they ployed me because one of the like the guy that we, uh, the Brian and Andra Brian was already gay Andra was just like the most sweet human being I've ever met in my life and um <clears throat> 
they were already like best friends and then I started working with them and then we all kind of came mm-hmm. like a trinity whatever and I remember they were like playing a game they're like let's tell each other secrets like and I was just like Okay. I, like, I have a secret. I have a secret. And I remember no. being like, I am obsessed with like pop music. And they're like, okay, what's like give give me a little bit more grit. Like please. I love Gaga. I know. So then of course I was like, I'm I'm bisexual. And at that time I was like already like totally fucking hanging out and making out with Ugh, I don't even like saying his name. Anyway, he that Voldemort will say no not Voldemort too that's too rough I don't care like whatever anyway we it was a very tumultuous like relationship like it was just bad all the way through it was it lasted years longer than it should have he went years longer yes years like okay because we were like on again off again dating from like that time like my sophomore junior year to like end of my freshman year of college so that's what three fucking years for a fucking 15-year-old, like, girl, that's, that's... That's a lot. That's l- fucking centuries in gay time for anybody listening. Technically, that's, like, a fifth of your life at that point in time. Thank you. Yes, like exactly. That. And it was just very much, like, he went away to school in, like, Texas, and then, so, obviously, it's not only am I having to deal with a closeted relationship, but now it's a long-distance closeted relationship. He fucked some guy down there pissed me off like you you know how that shit Cut goes the which I mean at the same time though I'm like you're a freshman in college like and you went to a navy school bitch like of course butt stuff's happening like obviously you share a barrack now in the hindsight I'm just like I'm an idiot but apart from that I was gonna say it was just very much like one of those like you cheat on me I cheat on you we get back together and then it's just like the whole thing like the cycle just re envelops and shit goes down so that was my growing up and I remember before so for my 21st birthday we, my parents take all of us kids to Vegas for our 21st and they would That's let us bring a family tradition family tradition they would always take us to like my brother went he got to take a friend I went I got to take a friend and I wanted to take my friend Chase who was obviously gay he was out at that point as well Chase was already out at that point as well I was no longer dating at this point and um, that's yeah I literally like remember I'm like I have to tell them before I bring him I was like and I have to make it clear I'm like no we're not dating like we're friends because you know how a Midwest parent get and they're like oh two two gay guys you must be dating I'm like no bitch I was like oh do you think do you just see like two women hanging out you're like yeah must be dating like no Oh my god, anyway. you should meet my best gay friend. Yeah, uh, totally don't even get it. Shit straight girls say. Like, just, ugh, god, I could go my whole life without meeting Is another one of my sorry, best just... gay friends, but... No, I literally just, like, picked up the phone and, like, called my mom, and I was just like, hey, like, so, this is who's coming. Also, he is, uh, he is gay, and, um, actually, so am I, so, like, is that okay? Deal with it. Boom. And I, oh, my God. I remember it was, like, the first time I ever wore a Speedo to, like, a pool. Oh, my. She's, oh, like, yeah. literally that I was, literally, that was I fucking, I said I was out, and then, like, literally fucking Donna Summers came on, and I... She was shitting rainbows. She, I just fucking, I just shit a whole unicorn out at the Planet Hollywood pool, and that was fine. Sure it wasn't Daddy's Cummings? It was not Daddy's Cummings, no. It was not that. Ew. God, get those out the night of. Fuck. Anybody that wants to sleep with it in, you're nasty. Psychopath. You're <laughs> literally a sociopath, and I hope your sheets are covered in plastic because that's disgusting. Do you want to know what? Did I tell you what said to me the other day? 
you're gonna die. We were watching something, and obviously during quarantine, I like I need it. I like I've been very very strict on like no dick, like whatever. And something happened on TV, which I was just like, oh bitch, like toss me, like whatever. Like oh my god, like do you need to use my vibrator? And I was like, no, I have one of my own. I don't need yours. He's like, well you can if you want. He's like, just make sure you put a condom on it. And I go. You want me to put a condom on your vibrator? He's like, well, yeah, it's going to get sick and gross. Like, and I don't want to, like, have to, like, how do you wash it? Like, you don't want to wash it. And I died laughing because I was like, you mean to tell me you put a condom on a vibrator, but you don't put one on a dick? The side eye that we just gave each other was... So, sack, like, just, I literally, I no was words, just crying. I was in tears because I could not stop laughing. I was just like, do you specifically keep rubbers for your yes. vibrator? <laughs> I was dead. I go, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> you don't know how to wash it. I was like, just you a soapy rag in a shower. Shit. Just like you do with a dick. Like, you like put everywhere else you. in your body. Like, I was like, my God. Well, first of all, you can still douche before you use one. Because how many dicks have y'all shared over the years? Actually, me and I, me, we've never, we're not Eskimo sisters. Shocking. There has been, like, we could, I could connect the dots six ways from fucking, like, but we have actually never had that one person that we both have hooked up with. That'd be a fun map to make on this big table, too, one day. It's oh, like, fuck. Havoc. A oh quarter of a friend at the bottom it's and like, like boop 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 <laughs> I don't want to see that web ever 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 actually no I'm kind of curious very small place. I'm kind of curious now I want to see it <laughs> I'm like making it in my head and it's a nasty little thing tons of black widows black brown recluse all of them I have to pee okay we're gonna take a brief intermission smoke a cigarette take a shot take a piss and then we're gonna hit this bitch back Thank you for the count-in, Josh. Oh my gosh, we are back from our brief intermission, which Ugh. consisted of... A liquor store run. It was not so brief. Mm-mm. Our narcissistic, narcissistic asses. Ugh. I had to rewatch and then re-listen. Not rewatch. Revisit. Revisit. Yes. What we had to listen. I mean, obviously. This is the first trial run. We're just trying to figure things out still. Turn and burn. But we're back now. Say la vie. Say la shot. Sip One it. More. Tap it. Tequila. Tequila. Are you okay? <sighs> yeah. Got it. A little too, little too peppery for you? No. Peppery in? No, no, no. Got it. All right. We're good. We are back. <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're back now, though. We left off um, uh, quite the trail. <laughs> Vibrators and condoms. So I feel like we should like circle, rein it in a little bit. Yes. Get back to some serious like content. Because that's what we like. I feel like this, this podcast is going to provide is yes, you're going to get some random ass shit, but also Ugh. some real fucking talk and hot takes on. For every pile of hot shit, there's going to be a juicy little kernel. You know what I mean? When did I eat corn? Oh. I you You've did. got a hot steaming shit, but there's one, one little corn. Like, you always see golden, it. The golden little thing in there. So 
moral of the story, look for the corn in your shed. If you're into that. That's a good model of life. I feel like Rumi said that. Was it the Buddha? <laughs> it was Buddha. I, I, look for the com- corn in your shit. Confucia or Confucius. Buddha? Confucius. Confucius. Was she... <laughs> <laughs> Coming to the stage. Confucius! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about... Danny growing up in sweet, sweet, sweet St. Paul. The little rural community that she is. We love it. We love her dearly. Right. You need to tell me more about growing up in um, Grand Island. In the though. prairie. Because I'm, I'm a Missouri gal from yep. the eastern yes. province. I mean, we say St. Louis is a very eastern town. Kansas City is a very western town. Keep you in mind, we're Midwest gays. We don't get out much. Our borders don't expand. No. But you're from the western side of... I, uh, Midwestern divide. Technically, I'm actually pretty centrally located. Like, if you want to get into straight up geographic bullshit, like I'm right. Geographic there. bullshit it. aside, right? So, I originally coming from uh, hailing from Grand Island, Nebraska. Hailing, hailing, which is super fucking ironic in itself because neither Grand nor an island, but. I always thought it was Grand Rapids, and then I realized well, there it's is not, a Grand Rapids, but, that's in but Iowa. It's, yeah, it's not in it's not in Nebraska. So, Grand Island, like. my God. Okay, uh, very similar grow up as far as Danny goes. Like, awesome parents. I am the middle child, not the oldest. So you know, my ass is very needy for attention on all levels and strive for perfection. It's just what I do. Um, I guess any child, any. Period. Truly. Well, not in my family. No, my sister was, like, the renegade hippie, and my brother, like, broke down all the barriers, so, like, I literally could do no wrong, and in my household, if you kept your room clean, like, you were in God's hand. Like, you were the top of the top. Like, creme de la creme de la Edgar, bitch. That's a little... Coasted. You coasted through. I did, no. Well, and I mean, honestly, like, I was very much that, like, fucking goody two-shoes kid. Like, I was that prepster, like, little bullshit, like, Hollister, American Eagle kind of fucking idiot in high school, which, like, God bless him, that manifested me into who I am today. That's the culture that young gay boys buy into the Midwest. Like, it should have been the tall tale sign then. But, like, no, I was straight up, like, I, like I had said previously, like, gymnast. I was obsessed with the color pink when I was a kid. Growing up in Grand Island, Nebraska, you heard of other gay people. You very rarely saw them. I remember it wasn't until I think I was, like, about middle school to high school that I fully understood the idea of different sexual orientations. Mm. And that was obviously, like, honest to God, like, my first, like, kind of, like, apart from, you know, fantasy whatever, like, the introduction to porn was kind of, like, my self-realization. I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm not attracted to the bitch screaming with the fake fucking tits. That's a weird off-tangent of, like... Uh, but We're going to get back off. to your story here in a second. Right, no, yeah, porn, sure. no. How long did you watch straight porn before you realized that you were going to switch to full Probably a couple years. Took you years? Well, not, like... Okay, so I will say I feel like I was introduced to porn probably at a vastly under... Like, not a mature enough age to understand or what's I was going 12. on. I was probably about the same. Like, it was definitely middle school area. So, like, I would say Still that's probably up. the same. Yeah, Still dial Still waiting up, for, like, the pixels sure. to, like, download. And it was... You would, like, go to a site that had just, like, everything. Right. And so, like, you could cover your tracks and, like, you know, like, no, like click on whatever the fuck you wanted. But it's, like, not... You good. couldn't cover your tracks, though. Truly. The cookies were well, still there. I would... No, no, no. I have, like, a friend would show me, show me how to delete the cookies, delete your history, everything white, bitch. 
Done. See, I thought I was smart enough. Okay, so reeling back in. Um, living in Grand Island, no, it was it was not a small community. It was not a big community. It was, I was very much like, we are, my main core family group lived in that area. So I had, like, my f- immediate family and then my cousins, which, like, also had, you know, three kids of their own. Like, we were all very close. Right. Every holiday was spent together. Every birthday was spent together. Mm-hmm. We were together very often. That's a small town family vibe. Like, it is. No, I mean, I mean, every, like, May for us is hell week, like, hell month. It's just birthday, 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 birthday. And you would have... You would literally see them like five times a week seeing happy birthday and you're just like Tauruses. a family of Tauruses. So that Gross. being said, yeah, you imagine that shit. It's a shark tank, let me tell you. But also, I mean, on the flip side, like that shapes me and molded me into who I am today. I probably came to the realization, I think I first vocalized that I was gay probably when I was about 16. Were you still living in Grand Island at that oh, point? Oh, for sure. And I mean, I, I would come out to, like, my immediately, yeah. my immediate, like, two, like, really close friends. And I had another... The coffee shop kids. The coffee shop kids, yes, of course. Like, that's that was my safe place. That was my, like, home. And I remember when I... I remember my first time actually vocalizing that I was gay to, like, one of my, like, actual school clique friends. And the response Because you didn't go to school with who you worked with. I did. Well, okay, so I went to school with one of the girls that I worked with. But Brian, who was, like, the actual gay friend that I knew, went to another school, another public school in Grand Island. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time, like, apart from my, co- like, my work friends to, like, my actual group of, like, school friends, I remember the first time vocalizing it to the girl that was my closest friend at the time. And the reaction was not what I, like, had already experienced with, like, acceptance and, like, love and, you know, like, that kind of, like, safe place. It was uh-huh. very much, like, a cutoff tone. Like, well, yeah. are you are you sure? Like, is that, like, you know, like, in God's eyes, that's not right that's not okay like I I don't know if I should condone this which so obviously at that point gave me a complex and very much kind of like made me put that that guard up immediately which I think is obvious like what it would do to anybody once you like express who you are in an authentic way and then it's not received in a positive light it was like my first experience of like that rejection of for solely being who you are, like being your authentic self and not being like welcomed for it. You know, yes. uh, kind of like, I'm like, you're supposed to be my really good friend and I, we should be able to share everything with each other. And then that kind of she pushed that. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, all, all things aside, that was pretty much the time in my life where I learned, I'm like, don't dull yourself to be friends with somebody else. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Great Island, I mean, it was it was a very seamless grow up. Honestly, I was like, I grew up. And but you were out in your hometown. I was out in my hometown to a some feat extent. In itself, yes. Like you were out to yourself at least in your hometown. Very much which so. Is at like, a younger age, so I mean, it was, I I, at that point, uh, when I was fifteen or sixteen, I was already in my first relationship as a gay human being, mm-hmm. and. Um, dealing with the terms of that on top of like I said sneaking around all of my group friend a group of core group of friends to have this relationship with a man that is not in that core group of friends and some people know some people don't it was a very much of a teeter-totter of man. like was he a man no 
Yo, I mean, at that so, time in the year, we were children. We were under the age of fucking 20, so, like, God bless us, but... Um, it was... Yeah, I was... And after... I when did you move out of Grand Island? When I graduated. So, I graduated uh, 08. I graduated before I even turned 18. And I think I worked as a lifeguard through the summer after I graduated. And then come August of that year, moved... In with one of my really good friends to an apartment in Omaha, and I strictly chose going to UNO because I did not have to live in the dorms. It was not about that life. It was no. not a requirement for a freshman to live in the dorms? Not in Omaha. And if like 95% of my class that graduated, which was roughly like 500 people, mm-hmm. went to the University of Lincoln, which was like the... M- closer. The, the closer school and the bigger school uh-huh. for Nebraska. And while I, my dad's side of the family, all lived in Omaha. So I decided to go to Omaha instead of Lincoln because, A, like, I already was more familiar with the city. Plus, it's a bit, it's actually, like, the bigger city between the two. It's the biggest city in Nebraska. In Nebraska, definitely. And I also didn't have to live in the dorms because I was a stubborn little fucking 18-year-old twin You've never bitch. lived in a dorm before? I never lived in a dorm before, which I now I look back and I'm like, God, that was a learning experience. I probably should have did it. I never had a roommate. I had a dorm, but both semesters I lived in the dorms. My See, roommate okay, topped so, out. And, like, I don't know if they, like, knew who I was or, like, found out no. who I was, but they, like, never so had So in Omaha, room. it was all, like, communal style. Like, it was apartment-style living. Like, you would have, like, four people in one dorm. Sure. And it was, like, you. it would be, like, a four-bedroom apartment. You had a common communal area. You had a fucking One bathroom. No, you had two bathrooms. Oh. So I was, like, that was nice, but never about my life. Like, I... I I don't like that. I don't like the unknown. I don't want to deal with, like... I don't want to live with somebody I have no idea who the fuck they are. I feel like that's common. I don't know. Whatever. And at that Again, point, you missed out on a point in life where a you could have learned a things. Moment, for sure. But at the same time, like, I'm trying to go through it, and, like, I've already had a very well kind of experienced, like, relationship with a game. Well, not very well, but I was already well, like, two years into a gay relationship with a man, I wasn't out to my boy. family and parent. My boy was not out to my family or parents. So it's just like I was already going through enough emotional, like, and mental turmoil that I'm like, right. I'm not prepared to introduce myself to a bunch of strangers, and then be like, so like, are you gonna like go out and crush some push- pussy this weekend? Like, absolutely, crush not. some pussy. I don't know. What do the fuck ever college freshmen say? Like, I'm not like that was not about my life. But I also at the same time remember being a fucking hella slut my entire freshman no. year. I remember dating. Literally, I had my long term boyfriend that did not live in the city. I had a guy that I was talking to and hooking up with that was in my college, like that went to college with me. And then there was a high school senior that I was also talking to and hooking up with from Omaha. So juggling three dicks. And doing school on top of that? And going to school and working. How did you have the time? I literally, I 100% contest all of my problems now as a 30-year-old gay man to my slutty years when I was in college and I did too much <laughs> at that time to now 
be able to like go out and live my fucking hoe life. It's not happening. No. Ever. No. Peaked too soon. No, you didn't peak. There's didn't a, peak too soon, no. but just got those bloody fucking ears over and done with real quick. I was like, the idea of like having to juggle, I'll be like, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe. Like, no, that's a stupid, ignorant, dumb. If you're doing that, like, right. God bless you. You have more time and energy. Well, that was also like there. Right at the beginning of like having like phones that like you would message Text, constantly yes. and like fuck I don't like I, 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 didn't, I didn't have an iPhone until I was a sophomore in college I want to say I think right. I I finally got an iPhone like totally 2011-ish no I remember the days before fucking Grinder, and you would just like find another gay dude on Facebook is this meant to be and you do literally fuck now literally like do, do do you put your D in my mouth or do I mean like do you want a handy like oh, also a handy like so fucking boring but whatever personal opinion no, a personal opinion that needs to be heard because handies are like elementary don't you think? No. Oh, God. Well, I mean, like, for me to have to, like, get off... Oh, fuck. I'm trying to... Like, I would have to be in a public setting. Like, it would have to be a setting where I'd almost get caught. You can have an intimate moment giving a hand job with someone that, like, you are, like, super attracted to and have that be an actual moment for you. Like, it, you have to, like, go so far as, like... Say, I'm like, giving it or I'm getting it? Because both. A mutual masturbation moment. If I was... Because that's a double handy. It's, it's I'm not gonna sit in a fucking car and jerk some like weird guy off in a fucking drive-in movie uh, theater but like but you have <laughs> it wasn't a drive-in <laughs> I worked at a mall it was outside the parking lot I love it I love it no but trust it's, me I, 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 I don't fucking hate on a handy okay fair enough I will retract the statement of a handy if you want to give a handy just make sure that shit works and you make sure you fucking finish it's the all job. in the wrist it is, uh, yeah, whoever, it's all in the hands of the conductor at that point. Am I right? Fair enough. I remember I told my brother, I told my sister I was both gay, which my brother, yeah. what? Okay. Well, my brother, like, my brother you being told both of you were gay, yeah. I told, yes, I have, before I even told my parents, of course, and, like, obviously I would, like, gas, gauge opinions from either of them. My brother already was, like, well into his college years. He went to a smaller, like, little... Older brother. Older brother. Sister is younger. Sister is younger. God bless her. Mallory will get to her. Chris went to a fucking little college in Hayes, Kansas, where he was... My brother was the president of the fraternity. Like, literally lived that life. Very, like, at very all, frat bro vibe. All the house parties kind of He guy. now has, what, three kids? Four. Four. So... But I came out to my brother first... He was kind of apprehensive. He said, like, he had already, obviously, being in college, like, had been exposed to... The faggotry. The faggotry known as a gay man. Because we weren't exposed as children growing up. No. And, I mean, like, that's your older brother. Like, you have, like, that relationship. Like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I've had that, like, relationship with my brother. It's, like, I mean, we don't talk about, like, necessarily, like, the gay agenda, if you will. But, like, I mean, at the same point, he was very receptive and very, like, like he was that kind of person that you want to come out with that doesn't have your views, but still accepts you and is, like, understanding and chill and That's cool good. with that. Like, very, like, That's you know what, you're, like, you're not, like, I don't judge you off of who you are, I judge you off of who, how I know you kind of thing. 
Makes sense. Like, he's not going to label you with the title and just, like, that's it. The, the, right. The end of it. Like, my brother is... Like an older brother should. That's we arguably... We said the other night that we're, Chris is, like, the nicest person in our family. So, that's that. That's his award that he gets his superlative. That's his. The I nicest know. Lonergan. I don't know what mine is. I don't know if I want to know what mine is, but... And then my sister was like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, duh. Like, obviously. It's no big deal. Whatever. And she was... Two, three years, my like my like under junior, me. yeah, like my junior. So like that was very eye opening in our. You had conversation with both of them though, like absolutely separately, separately, yeah, yeah. And then obviously I tackled the parents, which that was equally fine. Like my mom, I feel like I kind of got the best of both worlds. Like I had the older brother that already had one on the way, and I have a younger sister, so it's like I was kind of like the wild card in yeah. a sense where I'm like, all right, like you're going to obviously get grandchildren. You already have one on the way right. with my older brother. And my sister is obviously going to be like a heterosexual woman and grow up to marry a man and She's have very grandchildren. Very Well, I don't know about that, but at the same time, I, like I said, I kind of felt like I got dealt the perfect hand right. where it was just going to be accepted. It was like totally fine. Like I remember being younger and like hearing my mom or like my dad, like make those offhanded comments about, like gay things like or like you know gay people or gay things that you would see on TV or like you would pass on the street or something like that and they would kind of like make that underhand like comment about like it's almost like giving you the connotation that that's not right or like they don't want to see it but ever since the coming out like it's been nothing but acceptance right which I feel like is it's great like I mean if they aren't feeling that way and they want to have a conversation with me like by all means pop off let's have a conversation but it's never been that thing and especially like my dad who is very like select with his words like he's not going to have a conversation with anybody but like has also been probably easily out of like between my dad and my sister have been like my biggest like fighter advocates for you yeah like for sure like I remember like my dad we were at a like family barbecue and my cousin like had her neighbor who happened to be gay he was like bartending and she was like introduced him as my gayber and my dad was like why is it gotta be labeled like that why can't you just be your neighbor? And Amanda was just like, the fuck, Pat, did I strike a nerve? She's like, I just, he, I, I just don't see why you have to call him that. I was just like, oh my God, dad, are you kidding me? You recognize, you understand, you, right. Like see people. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, I like literally Kudos growing up in this family, I was, I was shocked, like not in like a way that I didn't expect him to react like that. Just, knowing that he did react like that in my defense, even when I wasn't even there. Really, I was just like, dude, you're you're a hero. Like that like but no, like I know it's it's cheesy as Hugh Bet Midler. It is cheesy as fuck. It's so corny, but like no, like it's like the dad that you would want to like have. Totally. For sure. So and I mean that's I, honestly like kind of the gay story from That's a beautiful gay story. It really is. Like, and I like I Mine is much more complicated, and I'm sure it we'll is. We'll get into like, it at some point. I'm sure it is, but like We're in, not gonna make the in first a nutshell, of fucking therapy session for the two of us. Like, God no, fucking please! Like I, I'd have to give you so much money for that. Disseminate it through, but time compared to 
friends that I've had that have had that, like, come out moment where, like, shit has just been, like, shut down cold blank or, like, you know, there is that, like, residual, like, just shit where stuff always gets brought up. It's... I, I never had that. I... I... I was very fortunate mm-hmm. with my upcoming and my coming But you out. still chose to leave your family and Absolutely. move away. Like, that's what I've, like, noticed in Kansas City, that Kansas City is uh, full of transplants. It's like, a melting pot. Like, in the gay community especially. Like, it's... Yes. I mean, I've worked in restaurants with a lot of people that have either lived in Kansas City their entire life or have been trans... Like, it, Who it, it depends. But, like, in the gay community specifically, it's mainly... The people Midwest. that have moved yes. away from where they grew up, which is a small town somewhere in the Midwest, where it be Omaha, Nebraska, yes. or St. Louis, Missouri, or Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa. or yes. fucking Little Rock, Arkansas. Kansas City has that been that like it's central that melting pot of place, like of all those places that it's the closest metropolis where you can move to, where you're not going to feel judged. What but in I say that lightly because I do feel like there you still will walk down the street and get sure. that bullshit screamed at you or what in that not every day, but right. I do feel like there is still that presence here, just like there is in right. any major city. Right. Like, but at the same time, you there is that safe place. It was honestly, like Kansas City is <laughs> as weird as it sounds. Like the place that poor people growing up that need to move away move to because. Totally, like, it's reasonable. I, like for it's rent. so uh, fucking affordable, and I wouldn't. I couldn't imagine like Chicago's the other like gay mecca of the yes. Midwest, or you can go down to like Texas and like Kansas Houston, City, Austin, Chicago, Denver, Austin, or is like the other like mm-hmm. Midwestern ish. Because I feel like Austin's like generally just south of Kansas City. No, Dallas, I think would be before Austin. Austin's on the coast. Dallas is, like, more towards the center. Dallas is at the top of the panhandle, but we're not going to break out maps and do geography right now. This is not what this is about. Kansas City is the catch-all of... It is. No, it's a safe... Like I said, it's a safe place for all walks of life to migrate into and to find their clique, even though it is very clicky. I will say that. But I, I do feel like the cliques, even though we are, I feel like... It is a clicking area. I do feel like they're, the cliques will still intermingle with each other. It's not like so much... To an extent, I mean, you, you understand what I'm saying. Like, like we will talk, I we will say... Us. No. Like, oh, well, okay. You turn up your nose on it. I feel like it... I don't know. In my opinion, coming from, like, Omaha, where, like, as you moved from, like, St. Paul to Kansas City. Right. Yes. I went from Grand Island to Omaha, which Omaha, I feel like, is extremely clicky, where it's like, you if that's your click, you stick with your click, and right. you do not ever try to bounce out. Right. But Kansas City, like, I will see somebody at a gay bar, I'm with my friends, they're with theirs, but I'm still going to be able to, like, walk across the bar and be like, hey, how are you? Good, great, good, good, and, like, right. kiki, blah, da, 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 and, like, move on with your night. So I do like that that it is kind of like literally like a melting pot of transplants. Like nobody actually like I feel I feel like there's very few and far between people that I actually meet that are from Kansas, Kansas City. Right. And that have lived here that their entire up, life. Even like the people that I feel like the people that grew up in Midtown where we hang out and like are at most the of the time. House is, like, yes. I feel like 
Andy is one of the only few people. Like, he grew up in Brookside. Like, lived there. Born and raised. That. Still bought, yeah. bought a house there. Like, yes. Brookside, not gay. Okay. But yes. But one of the few, like, place. Kansas City people that we know through and through. Like, there's some people that live up north of the river that, I mean, you, just, you didn't come down. You weren't living in this. You, didn't, you weren't living in the city the majority of your life. Yes, you were next to it, but that's the same thing as me living. I was in St. Louis, but I wasn't right. in St. Louis. Like, right. That was the city that you were closest to, but it doesn't make 100%. it. Like, Lincoln was 45 minutes away from me. So, like, very similar to kind of, like, what you said with St. Paul. Like, it's it's a it's a drive-in, but, like, right. you can get there within a day and get back within a day. It's no big deal. If you're using a horse-drawn carriage or a covered wagon... It's the Oregon Trail here. Oh, like, fuck, like, I, I can get there in a day. I'll be back in a day. Like, My arms um, broke a leg. I don't know what to do. Fuck, shit, yes. I got dysentery. I got dysentery. I got dysentery. Oh my god. Oh god, stop it. Don't even. I remember playing this game on my grandma's fucking dial up PC, and like, it's really triggering some shit, so stop. But. That was. What can I say? What a simple time. If anxiety was, was literally I wish I wish like I could go back and just appreciate the fucking lives did you love that pronunciation appreciate appreciate she's having a nice appreciation salad like a caprice <laughs> salad my Stop appreciation it. salad whatever it sounds kind of fancy but also kind of stupid I get it whatever she's, I'm not a dumb bitch she's period just stupid but I am stupid <laughs> It's fine. It happens. We love it. So, Danny. Yes, Joshua. You've lived in Kansas City 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up on seven. What would you give... What would be the best advice you would give to, te- like, a decade ago, Danny? Oh. Now. Other than to stop flat ironing your hair. I never flattered my hair, first off. I don't believe it. It was gel. I never put It was just heat. wet gel I, and I never through. put heat on my hair, ever. It was a round brush. I will... Brush back. And honestly, first when all, I first moved to Kansas City, I had hair down to my fucking shoulders. Mm-hmm. That was a fucking bush that I pulled back in a ponytail. Bush. I was wearing... I had 42 tie-dye shirts that I wore every single day in rotation. Guys, Danny was a fucking true tee hippie bitch like tie-dye tie-dye handmade curled fucking hair down I had, to his shoulders I would wear a hemp necklace for six months until it fell off and then would buy a new hemp necklace that had a different gem or crystal on it until it fell off I am done I love it also I used to smoke a lot a lot a lot of weed you really did and like I to this day I'm still like an on amazed like you've been able to just like cut that cord no she's She's vibrant and she's aware. We love it. I, say, I wouldn't say I'm sober, but I'm. You're not sober, no. God, none of us are. I'm off the ganja. I've been off the ganja for two years now. Which right. and is so funny because I would be like, I would cut every other fucking possible substance out and then just leave that. But I mean, the perks of what makes us right a beautiful friendship. Alcohol doesn't affect. Oh fuck. That's another conversation. That's a that, bullshit lies. <laughs> Don't even come in episode two. Don't even to figure out how we're fucked up because of the drugs <laughs> that we do. Allegedly, but I lost track of where we we're going. What you want to say to ten, ten years? Yeah. Ten, like ten years ago, when I moved to Kansas. What would be the advice? Why the fuck are you not out now? 
suck more dicks. <laughs> yes. I also this. take full advantage. It's just advice that I actually did of the job that you have right now because the jo- the first job that I got in Kansas City is also one that opened up all the other opportunities that I've had in Kansas City. Farmhouse. Farmhouse. My first job. Really? Yep. Work. Okay. 18, dishwasher. Ah. Worked there for 10 years, doing everything. Literally, I didn't know that, but I love that. I, love I that was <laughs> drunk and stoned. Showed up for dinner one night. A girl that I knew was a server there brought out the owner. And, and said you need, would make a great they, dishwasher. They needed, a, they needed a dishwasher, so he said, uh, come in tomorrow and... Uh, Get a job. We'll figure and it I out. I did. Because I was about to move back to St. Louis because I moved here summer of 2010 without a job. and No, no job. No prospects. Literally, like, I was working in a fucking movie theater it. in St. Charles. Like, oh, before I God. Moved here, like, had literally no money saved at all. So, takeaways to 10 year, ten year past, Danny. Suck, Suck more, more dicks. dicks. Be more Be more gay. Come out. <laughs> And love your first job? No. Enjoy your first job? Enjoy your first job, yes, but also... No, that's it. That's it. Because that's, hey. that's all I really needed to get Those are valid takeaways. That's all that I really needed to get where I'm I would is that honestly tell anybody to suck more dicks. As, like... Be more gay. Suck more dicks. <laughs> Appreciate your job. I... God, I love all of those. I love because, all of those I mean, so much. <laughs> You've witnessed, I would say, over the friendship that we've had, the evolution of my totally. gaiety. Yes, a hundred percent. And just the phase, of the sh- the the layers of the onion of gay, and just peeling back, living the moment of truth. And no, like, she's a raw onion right now. We're about to saute it. You're gonna cry. Oh my god! You're I don't cut know. my onion and cry about it. I I would if I could, but only movies and songs will make me cry. Sorry. My life is a movie, so you can correct that. Could be. <laughs> I'd go see it. So yes, those are the things that I would t- tell myself. Seven years ago, you moving to Kansas City from Omaha. I would say to young little Gaby Josh that I would say friendships are earned, not a right, like just not a given. I think I have, I said before, and it goes down to, like, relationships with boyfriends. It goes down to relationships with friends. I say relationships are, like, interior designs. Some pieces are going to be forever. Some pieces you're going to get over with within a couple years. Some things are bad. Some people are there to help you grow and move on, and some people are going to be there for the long haul. Mm -hmm. And it's being able to deduce who, who is who. And then reciprocate like the people that show you interest show interest too and the people that don't right. show you interest pay no mind don't waste your energy on people that don't yes reciprocate that same energy exactly know the difference between the two of where energy is, is given and where it's not right if you're always having to reach out to that one friend that's like oh my god we should hang out and they're always too busy then fuck that person literally fuck that person and nothing pisses me off more than being like oh we're too busy but then we run into each other like out like get the like oh go fuck yourself on your high horse and then like 
Subtle up to my high horse. Oh my god. <laughs> Why was my high horse not fuckable? Why was my high horse not fuckable? It's high enough, is it not? It was okay. too high. It was I had too high. Seat. Have expectations and stick to them. Fair. Which I will condone until the day I die. So. Should we wrap this shit up then? Let's wrap this shit up. I feel like we should do one more little shot of tequila to commend this project, like this day. The nerves and like the <laughs> I was, un- uneasiness I was, about it yes. are out. They are very much out. Not that you and I can never just sit down and have a fucking conversation about shit. No, especially with a bottle of tequila in between us. Are you fucking kidding me? It's just, it's shit's gonna flow regardless, so. But I'm interested to see. This is the beginning. This is the trajectory. I had fun today. We're gonna see where the fuck it goes after this. I agree. So cheers to that. Cheers. Clink it. Time. Slam it. Tequila it. Again, thank you to all of the LGBTQIA plus individuals listening. We are here with you. And the straights. And the straights. We love you too. That would be included in the plus. Fucking heteros. You fucking heteros. We love you, but we can't live without you. Thanks again. (laughs) This is your weekly Tim Chuck. This is the first week. I don't know if it's going to be weekly. I don't know if it'll be weekly either. Here's your one temp check ever. Your first and maybe only temp check. I hope it's orally. I hope it's anally. Wherever you want to stick the thermometer, fucking throw it in. Just if it's in your butt, I guess make sure there's a condom on it. No. Mercury poisoning, bitch. Make sure. Is that how that works? It's going to be. Unless it, it has to snap off in your anus. Don't bite down on the <laughs> thermometer with your sphincter muscle, and you'll be fine. If you got a tight coochie, maybe do it. If orally. you've got teeth, ooh, vagina dentata. That's another conversation completely. Is that a scientific term? Vagina tentatum? Is that what you said? Vagina dentata. It's totally a movie. We'll talk about it. I promise. I mean, I've seen teeth in a vagina, like. No, I've seen the movie Teeth. Oh my god, okay. Yes, that, that, that's where that yes, scientific that is term where it's from. Concept. Absolutely. You've oh my seen god. Teeth in a vagina? Okay, we're signing off. Have a great day. Have a great mm, week. Bye. Maybe have a great life. This is Josh. That's Danny. Say hi, Danny. Bye, bye. Danny. Yeah, say bye, Danny. I'm a dumb bitch, and we might be a little drunk, but have a great day. <laughs>